But we can't say that because it might trigger people. Why? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to trigger people out here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're listening to the Word Podcast. got a bit over overwhelmed yo okay it started yo hey hey everyone hey everybody hey hey welcome to We're our back. podcast to the m word podcast the m what episode is this episode four we're back with episode <clears throat> four zero four, four. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys. Hey guys, this is Kimmy at Fort Demente. And this is Chrissy at Chrissy La La with two eyes. <laughs> I have to put why? it because well, because people might write Chrissy. No, but why do you why did you put two eyes? I don't know, it just looked funky. Place. Oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> it looked funky in it. It looked funky. Okay, cool. So to you. <laughs> you don't think so? Do you think it looks a bit It looks yeah. it looks like you created it in like year ten. It's really cute, did actually. You? It's really cute. You think? Yeah. I'm not going to change it. <laughs> I was going to change my at so people could find me. To what? Oh, yeah, you're going to change know. it to Anything, yeah. Anything with my name in it. But I think Fortimento is cool. Like I think Fortimento is cool. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but... <laughs> I don't know if people are actually going to follow us from... Hey, guys, welcome at Chrissy Lana. Probably not. You know? <laughs> but it is what it is. It is. Okay. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Yeah, how are y'all doing? This is our episode four on the M Road. We have a pretty interesting and relatable topic today. Quite interesting, actually. But before before we get started, oh yeah, English. What did you say? Before goodness, <laughs> I don't know how to speak today. Before we get I don't started, feel, I don't feel well. I don't feel well either. <clears throat> My voice is like so much. I've deeper. got sniffles. What do they call it? sniffles yeah a cold a cold i've got the cold and i got it from kimmy last week no you didn't you got it by yourself no last immune system well last <laughs> friday i was so ill and i got it from kimmy she didn't i did she and didn't. then i've been ill all week that's not my that's either. not my fault it's kimmy's fault. and i'm still no, ill not. guys but you know and so i don't know if they can hear that i'm ill do you think they can tell probably not i don't know I don't know. So my... if, we, if we're coughing and sniffling, then you know that we're too ill. <laughs> it's girls. flu season. It's flu season. It's flu season. You better get okay. your medication. Wrap yo. up. Yeah. Get your otravine. No one knows. That's that for is. nasal. For those who have blocked noses like, like me. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself some otravine from the pharmacy. And if you got a sore <clears throat> chest like me. Snap. Buy yourself some. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Um, buy yourself some um, cough medicine, I guess. Oh, Benelin. Have you tried that before? No, that's... It knocks you out. Day and night nurse. No. That's the best one. Benelin's good. When you drink it, yeah, it knocks you out. Yeah, you need that stuff, man. Yeah. Lemon and honey. Or as well. Or lemon and honey. I drink the honey pure. Pure? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I put it on a spoon. But it's got to be good honey. Is it? No, it can be any honey. Oh, I just put it on a spoon, yeah, <coughs> and then I swallow it. Yeah, but you might as well make it into a drink, so it gets no, some lemon. No, when you swallow it, yeah, it soothes the throat. I'm not mm. joking. Mm. Have you not done that before? I have, I have, yeah. Yeah. But with lemon. And oh, you're supposed to put lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just do it like that, and I just swallow it. Hardcore. Hard, yeah. Honey shot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was waved of it. Waved. Yeah. It's been crap all week. It has, How's your week been? Um... <clears throat> not the best you know the first two days i was ill like monday tuesday i was ill i was ill i've been ill all week so but monday and tuesday i was off work mm-hmm. um stayed in that was quite relaxing to be honest i needed some days off yeah man you hopefully just... my manager doesn't listen to this but, <laughs> but i was ill to be honest um and then i got back to work on wednesday was still ill to be honest should have stayed home Mm. Um, yeah, you should have. Yeah, Thursday. I know why you do. Why I know. You to be honest, I should have stayed off this whole week, but you know. This is what happens when you work Monday to Friday, guys. You feel bad, so you come you in. You actually even if you're feel Ill. bad. You see your emails, and you're like, sugar. And yeah, you come emails back got patience, patience to get back to. Complaining and stuff. Waiting mm. for treatment. Yeah, you need to call them back. You need to call them back. 
Oh. I know. Just I saw like an email. And I just, it's, I was so like, oh my gosh, I can't stay home then. I need to go back to work. Yeah, you see an email and it's like so and so's husband called to ask for the. <laughs> oh outcome. yeah, yeah. For, that's exactly and it's like, what happened, can you just you know? wait? No, that's yeah. exactly what happened. <clears throat> I get that every that day. It's like, oh, um, their mum emailed us saying they're waiting for the outcome, and I'm like, okay. You can wait. It's literally been one day. Can you <laughs> relax? Some people are eager in it. You get that as well, then. Yeah. All the time. I get so annoyed. I'm just so like, So and so's husband called in to ask what's going on. Flipping hell. And I'm like, can't you wait? <laughs> wait a couple of days. In fact, now I just say, I'm going to call you, like like you said, one week to two weeks. Yeah. I tell him, if I don't get in touch with you, mm. don't call. <laughs> no, honestly. Just wait. Wait. Just wait, yeah. Gosh. It's long. Every, every day at work is a struggle. It's um, a struggle. Work is just... It's a struggle. I don't want to talk about work. Yeah, I don't want to talk about work. How's everything well. else? <sighs> <laughs> On the more positive note. On the more positive note. <laughs> oh, well, are we thinking about positives now? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's what start the podcast off with positivity since we're about to delve into the world of depression. That is true. My favorite topic. And we're about to do some whole reflection on that, which is kind of sad because I'm going to be sad <clears> again thinking about. The times I was sad. Oh. Anyways, on a positive <laughs> note, um, what was what has been good this week? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what has been good this week? It's okay if you can't find anything. I'm you just know, thinking. Some weeks it's just like, eh. Oh, what has been good? We went to Milo and Carter. Oh yeah, of and course. And I had steak because I was actually craving steak. Oh man, I was slumped. I'm, I actually that. want it again. Slumped. Yeah, slumped. We got, got home. Slumped. the lobster mac and cheese, mm. the medium rare steak, and I got lettuce <laughs> with bacon and um, honey mustard. If you guys have been to Milan Carter, they literally give you like a half a lettuce. No, it's like a quarter iceberg. of a lettuce. It's an iceberg lettuce. They literally split a la- uh, an iceberg lettuce yeah, into quarters, into and quarters. they they like serve oh, it to you in a bowl. Um, literally, it was nice though. It's just refreshing. It's like. A refreshing salad. You feel like a rabbit. I do. It was nice. I couldn't even finish it. Yeah, Miller and Carter bangs bang severely. Differently. Bangs differently. And the sauce, you know, you got the the sauce for your the, steak. The dripping sauce. The dripping sauce, drippy. Yeah, that was nice. It was drippy. That was good. It was. Mine was beef. Did you? Oh, you didn't try that. One. Oh, mine was like, bernays or something. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I think it was like. I bought the wrong one. I usually get the mushroom one, which is really oh. good. It's making me hungry now. I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I could eat. Sna- I could eat. Steak I could eat steak every day. And that meat was good. What did you get? Medium. What a steak. Mm. Medium rare. Oh, I got. Medium. We don't do medium. That's. I used to get well done. Weak ass. I used to get well done. Fake steak eaters. Okay. I used to get. If you're real, you get rare. Rare. Yeah, I've had rare. My little sister eats rare steak, guys. Guys, rare is just they get from. It's the, nice. It's rare, like pink, it's juicy, completely pink. Yeah. No, I'm not having that. It's juicy. I'm scared. Doesn't it taste like blood? No, you know the juice that comes out of it isn't actually blood. It's not blood. What is it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the research. It's something else. It's some sort of like. It's blood. It's not blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've had well done. Well done is like. Chewy. Yeah, I didn't know. Any, Hockey puck. I didn't know any other option in it, and then I went to medium well, <clears throat> which isn't too bad. Have you had medium well? Chewy. <laughs> and then I've only just upgraded or downgraded to medium, or upgraded to medium. No. I'm not sure if I could do medium rare. Oh man, that's the best way. Why are you what's eating before steak? That one? What do you mean? So before medium rare, what's that? Medium. No, I mean after medium rare. Rare. Is it rare? Yeah. That's why it's called medium rare. It's between medium and rare. Raw, you're actually eating medium rare. But it didn't, it didn't look... Um... It was medium rare. It was like pink. It looked alright. It looked okay. the same as mine. You don't know your steak. Don't talk Kim to me. Kim is just like doing don't, too much. Don't she thinks she me. knows a lot about steak, but... Well, because <laughs> you had one, two, one, two, steak. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> steak connoisseur. She had one, two, one, two, steak. And now she's saying, I don't know. My... I've been... That I've been was her a... first time eating no, steak. <laughs> I've been at, I used to go Milan Carter all the time, by the way, with one of my past people. But um, <laughs> used to go there. All, that, that was our thing. We used to go there all the time. So Milan Carter ain't even that great. 
now it's not great. <laughs> so where have you been for steak? This steak is fake. Wait, have you ever been to Steak and Co? Steak and Co. They make been. you cook your you, own steak. Girl, you only been there once. Oh, shut up! I've been there twice. <laughs> Yeah, they make you cook your own steak. Kim has only been to Steak & Co. once, yeah. And now she thinks she can... Shut up. She knows what, what is good I steak. I cook my own steak. Okay. Gordon Ramsay style. I've been to Big Easy. Have you been... Did I do steak? I've ha- yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah, steak do a little surf is it good? turf. It's really good. Mm-hmm. If you want date ideas, guys, take your girl to Big Easy. Yeah. Do a little surf and turf. And I do... Um, I do a free cocktail... Yeah, when you get, get like a off the menu, it's like a twenty pound. Oh, meal I didn't get that one. I got the um, expensive thing. The one with all the seafood. Oh. I don't know how you guys don't like seafood. People you know, people like tweet it, stuff man. like Ugh, seafood. I just think, who raised you? I think they're scared. The smell of it scares people away. Why? So they might not what want... is so scary about the smell of it? Because I can't like when I was younger, I didn't eat a lot of seafood. I didn't really like fish that much. What? But I've, yeah, it's grown on me now because I watch a lot of like. Seafood boil stuff on YouTube, so (laughs) now I like it. Yeah. But previously, it just mm. really. Mm. I don't know. I grew up in Philippines. I eat fish every day. Mm. I like. I'm more of a chicken girl. Fresh fish. You know. Oh no, chicken. See that one. I didn't really eat much. Really. In Philippines, yeah, because I used to watch my like uncle, my grandma kill the chicken in the (gasps) backyard, like. Yeah. They kill it. They pluck it. They drain the blood. Yeah, I had to watch that, so I didn't want to eat the chicken. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat it either. I think I'll be vegetarian then. Even, no, pescatarian. Even pork, you know, you pick out your you pick yeah, out pork the pig. Pork is different. Pork, I don't really want to see that. <clears throat> I just have to close my eyes and eat it <laughs> and enjoy. I'm so hungry. I'm hungry. That's why we're thinking about food right now. I'm so hungry. I only had lunch, you know, at McDonald's. That's all I had. <gasps> Same. Really? Yeah. What are you going to eat now then? Nothing. Really? Air, yeah. No, I'm, I don't, I'm not really. When you're not well, you just don't feel like eating. See, I've lost so much weight, you know. Have I've, you? I've lost. Well, to be honest, I haven't weighed myself, but it looks like when I look in the mirror, it's just like. Mm. It's is like it the skin is gone off my bones. <laughs> like I look so small. Do you? I think so. Like weight, or fat, or muscle. I think it's muscle. You're not been going gym. No, I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. Yeah, I've that's lost everything. What, I looked. That's my... what's annoying about gym though, because like yeah, I've lost you. You go and go, mm. and then like you don't go for a couple of days, I've a lost week, couple everything. of weeks. Yeah, I think my legs are still there. But it's not as defined, and then obviously my behind is like flat. It's not flat. No, sis. When I before I got here, <laughs> I looked into the mirror and it was really bad. And I was crying. It's not flat. Sis. It's not flat. Her bum is not flat. I, I can confirm like, it's You juicy. know when you can tell, like, when you're walking, you can feel it was a bit heavy? <laughs> it's not heavy anymore. <laughs> I can't feel anything. It's just air. It's there. I can see it. Air? Yeah. Stop. So I'm gonna, tomorrow morning, I'm going, and I'm going to go hardcore. Oh, last time I went to the gym, I went too hardcore. I almost fainted. <laughs> is that the time? Is that the last In time the we went? <laughs> yeah. When we went together? No, 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 no. I went by myself on my study day. Oh. Went a bit too ham with the legs. <laughs> Why is it every time you go gym? I don't know what it is. Does anyone else maybe feel go, faint after leg day? Ham. I went a bit too. Yeah, yeah, I did a bit too much. And do you know what it is? You do running. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like you do cardio at the beginning. Don't you? Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's, that's why. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Whoops. I don't do any cardio. Whoops. Pace yourselves, guys. If you do cardio, don't do legs as well. Like just do cardio and like abs. Oh. But I'm trying to get lot. I'm trying to get them. If you want to do legs, gains. do it separate from like cardio day. Just do legs day. Like. Oh, man, is anyone a personal trainer? I'm the personal trainer. <clears throat> no, not you. What? Like a proper personal Me. trainer who would do it for free. That's you know, me. We'll shout you out. I go to the gym. <laughs> I don't know how to train people. I know how to train me. You who is complaining about losing muscle. Because I haven't been to the gym. All right. <laughs> but I'm going back. Anyway, guys. Anyway, guys. <laughs> sorry, we got sidetracked a little bit. A little bit. I know we you guys didn't do. come here to hear about our food experiences. Our, bum. our bums. <laughs> or like thereof. Yeah. And yeah. the gym. But these are all things <clears throat> that, you know, 
it's all about well-being, I well-being. guess. Gym is well-being, so... Yes, it is. It's all part of the... Yes, it is. The topic. It doesn't even have to be gym, though. You know, people always think, like, do some exercise, people mm. immediately think gym, and mm. then immediately they think, oh, I can't afford it, or gym is can't be bothered to go. You can do gym at home, though. You don't even have to do gym. You can just take a walk. Yeah. Do you know what's good? Mm. Um, ankle weights. Yeah, you could even do you can that. Do that actually. Put some ankle weights. Walk around your block or something. Walk around the park. Yeah. Do a little something. Some. Take your dog out for a walk and Ooh, run. Ooh, ankle weights as well. That's so hard. I think I might get some ankle weights. Those will make your legs proper strong. You know. Come like rockly. Listen. Yeah, trust me. But okay. well-being. Well-being for everyone. But Try actually, it out next yeah. week. Or today. Or later. Or later. But. That's not what we wanted to talk about today, guys. Mm. We wanted to talk about post-grad depression. depression. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> sad music. <laughs> Cue the sad music. Violin. <laughs> sad girls club. Sad girls. Sad girls and sad boys club. Sad. So, I'm guessing most of our listeners or mm-hmm. people that listen to our podcast will be graduates or people that are about to graduate Mm -hmm. um and hopefully you can relate to the stories that we are about to tell you Mm -hmm. in relation to post-grad depression post-grad depression so i don't know who should start do you want to start kimmy why me or should i start you go okay so oh for those who don't know what postgrad depression is, it's not actually a clinical term, okay? <laughs> it's not a clinical diagnosis. Um, depression is, but I think it's more of a um, a notion. It's an idea that um, in this day and age, you know, depression seems to hit us quite mm-hmm. hard, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, after we graduate. So it's just a phenomena. Phenomena. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that how you pronounce it? Whatever. But yeah, it's that. Yep, what Kimmy just said. So, um, that's what the term means. Um, so, where should we start? Okay. Um, yeah. I, I know where to start, guys. I'm just going to give you a little story time. And this is based on my experience. Okay? Story time. So, we look forward... So, at university, so like your third year, you do look forward to graduating. You know, you've worked really hard, Okay. Um, and that was the case for me, actually. I was looking forward to graduating. I wanted to start my career and all of that. Um, and I think third year was really hard because, you know, you need mm-hmm. to get those grades. Um, I wanted Pressure. to get a first, but I didn't. But I worked really, 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 really hard for it. So third year was already full of pressure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now... You already know that after you graduate, you need to get a good job. You need to get those grades so that you can put it on your CV and apply for those jobs that are looking for first-class people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on in third year, and I was just, like, stressed out. Graduation comes now, and obviously I didn't get my first, but I got two one, and, you know, I'm happy. Um, still, you know, a good achievement. Um, but I wasn't that happy, you know. I know. I went, yeah, before graduation, yeah. I wasn't even looking forward really to it. Really disappointed. Yeah, I was quite yeah. disappointed. Yeah, mm. I remember that. Same. Um, I didn't actually want to go to my graduation, but, you know, you have to. We move. Yeah, we move. For the pictures. For the pictures, <laughs> yeah. But I remember that day, it was just like, I didn't really feel like I really accomplished anything. Um, mm. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird day for me. I just thought, ugh. Yeah. I spent three years and this is... This is what it came to. I think we, because um, we were like building up, like, oh, what if we get a two? What if we get a first? Yeah. Like last minute after the exams, we were like, yeah, what if we get, what a if first? We get a first? I was we calculating. I was doing everything, like with my essays. I was close to it, but I was just far away. But yeah, um, it was quite upsetting. So that day, it just felt a bit weird. And I remember even telling my parents when you know when the results came out. And you're like, mm. Oh, we got. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then I saw it, and it was. Like uh, a two one, yeah, and I, I actually cried. I was like, "Fuck!" Really? <laughs> yeah, I was so upset. Oh man, <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad. No, I was so upset because I, like, I was praying. Like, I was like, "Oh my gosh, please let me get first. Let me get first. Yeah. And it, I didn't, and I was so so upset. Cause I was thinking, "Oh, what job am I gonna get? They they do want people with first. It's so hard to get like an yeah. assistant psychologist mm-hmm. job after this." Mm-hmm. So I remember going downstairs and then I remember showing my parents like, oh, guys, yeah, 2-1. Um, 
And my dad was just like, oh, well done, uh, did well. And my mom's reaction was just like, mm. oh, no. Yeah, she was just like, what do you mean? Obviously, she thought I was going to get first. So she was just like, okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm t- no. It was sad. I just felt like she wasn't proud of me. And I was just like, oh, really? yeah. She was just like, oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't really tell anyone because that was some. That's when the low pit. Look, look guys, the story's coming. <laughs> the story's really coming. But that's when it started. That's when I started to feel so shit. Like, really crap. So mm. then, obviously, I wasn't looking forward to graduation. And I was just like, oh. But I was. It felt like, okay, I'm relieved now. I've got the, the results and you mm. know, whatever. Mm. You know, there's no anticipation anymore. So, yeah, graduation's over now. Um. And I'm thinking about what to do next with my life. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to do a master's either way. I was going to do a master's. Um, and yeah. I applied to... I applied to one. I only applied to one master's. Um, and I was going to do neuropsychiatry at King's. Mm. And because I only applied to one, I didn't apply to anything else. Yeah. I just thought you'd get it straight away. Yeah. But um, they came back, like, last minute in around... When was this? Around August time, like beginning of August. Yeah. Saying, oh, the the, uh, the course is filled up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. The, yeah, and the course is filled up. Blah de blah. Um, they can't take me on, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was finished because I was thinking, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. I had no backup plan. I hadn't. I didn't apply for any masters. Nothing mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I was. Oh, did I tell you this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew about this one. Yeah. I was so upset. I was thinking, what am I gonna do? looking for new courses i was like okay let me go through all the unis mm-hmm. um started to look at queen mary started to look at all the unis in london what course did i want to do um yeah. what else did I, oh i that started to apply for, oh i applied for child mental health oh yeah um in queen mary and at king's as well i applied for child mental health and then they were like, no, because you don't have any experience children. with children. Mm. Can you imagine? I was like, hello, I just came mm-hmm. from undergrad. How am I supposed to have experience with children? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Mm. Um, then what do I do next? At that point, I was, oh, I was thinking, this is it. Finished. I was finished. And then I was about to give up, actually. I was thinking, I can't find a master's to apply for. This is last minute because they start in September. Mm. Then I found... Early intervention in psychosis. You know what's weird? Yeah. I was on the King's website. Mm. Oh, yeah, sorry. I did apply for another one. I, I applied for um, psychiatric research. Oh, yeah. And, no, sorry, they offered me that one. They offered me that course. I thought so, yeah. yeah. And I was close to taking it, but there was no placement, nothing. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm. But it would have been a good master's either way. It's all about research and psychiatry and stuff. Mm. But it would have been just research-based. Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, so I was close to taking it because I said I need to get onto something. Um, and then one day I was just looking through the website and for some reason I found early intervention psychosis. It's so weird, yeah, because yeah. I didn't actually look for that one at all. I didn't even see it when just I was looking it, for it. Yeah. And it was just there. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. I don't really know a lot about psychosis. We didn't really mm. learn a lot about it in our undergrad. No. Um, <clears throat> and then I just chose it and I was like, okay, looks cool. And yep, yeah, um, applied for it. Didn't think I was going to get it, but I did a long statement. I was just like, please, I really <laughs> love... I'm begging. Yeah, I think my statement was actually really good. I, I love psychosis. Lie. I love it. I was like, I want to learn so much more about it, blah de blah mm-hmm. um, The tutor, the lead or whatever for the course, such a good guy. He is my tutor as well. Um, he actually emailed me personally saying, yeah, we want you. Like, we're, we're going to accept you and all that. Yeah. And I proper cry. I remember seeing it and I cried because it was like a week... I had like two weeks or something. Shut yeah. Up. Before it started. Two weeks before wow, the course. And apparently there were so many people on the course already that um he must have accepted me, but there was not actually any space but wow. for this year. So see that? Prayer God by came the way. Through. Yeah, honestly, that one I, I remember crying because I was praying over I was like, Oh, if this is not the right masters, don't give it to me, God. But if it is, yeah. like, let me get this one. Mm. And I got it and I was like, Yes. It's a sign. It's a sign. Anyway, it's back to the masters. Ugh, gosh, that was another struggle. <laughs> so yeah, I've graduated now. I'm, you know, a bit more happier. Like I've got something to look forward to, I've got a masters to do. Mm. Goodness me, that masters broke me, guys. Really? Was it that hard? That masters is actually for like psychiatrists and doctors. Um, mm. Yeah, it it's not easy yeah. because you learn a lot about drugs. It was like medicine, you know. It's like 
Well, I think I would have liked that. Yeah, no, it is. It is very. You know what? I I enjoyed it because mm. the lecturers were very like like all doctors really. Yeah. Um, it was really good, and we had placements. I had placement for six months, and I did enjoy it. And I love psychosis. I love everything about it. But that masters was. I wouldn't say it's hard. Like the essays weren't hard, hard. Mm. But because it's kings, their marking is strict. It, it's mostly um research isn't it yeah. research based so dissertation the so they're that's the main sort of institute for like psychiatry and Ew. psychology and all that stuff yeah so that's where all the research comes Ew. from so it's it's strict so yeah. i remember sending in my first essay actually i didn't do too bad i, I got like 60 something so i that's got to one yeah it's quite good yeah but obviously i'm trying to get first yeah and i yeah. just didn't get that it was so hard because I just kept getting like 65 or 68 and I'm just getting oh, upset. That's my undergrad. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? Am I still not getting first? And I have to remember it's a master's, by the way, so it's going to be harder. Even harder. And the yeah. mark, like you have to get 50% to even pass. Oh. So it's not like 40%. So yeah. it's harder. So anyways, I'm getting really upset and I'm just like, I'm not achieving again. I feel worthless. It's like uni all over again. Mm. And at that point, I just wanted to give up. There was a point where I, I didn't think I was even going to pass the master's. Like, I thought I was going to get... Like, if you don't really? pass... Yeah, if you don't pass mm. the master's, you get a, a certificate. You get a post-grad certificate. Oh, yeah. You don't get your actual MSc. Mm-mm. So that's okay. That's oh, not what we want. I didn't pay all this money, like, <laughs> yeah, to just get, to get the certificate when I actually need to get the MSc. Mm-mm. And I was upset. And I was thinking, you know, I'm not going to get it. And I went to my tutor. I cried. I was like, oh, mm. I'm so sorry, but I don't think I'm going to pass this. And he said, why would you say that you will... Mm. Um, and, and I, I did, um, obviously. I supportive. did supportive. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, did my dissertation, all that was stressful. But anyways, managed to do fairly okay. I got a merit, I guess. Wanted mm. to get a distinction, but you know what? It was not going to happen after <laughs> the exams and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, after my master's, you'd think, guys, that I'd get a job <laughs> straight away. Hmm. So Boy. after my master's, I was happy um i finished last year in september i was happy and i was thought i thought okay let me start looking for jobs now my mistake i should have done it earlier mm. but um i thought okay let me look for some assistant psychologist posts i know i'm sure i'm gonna get some i've got a master's now yeah guys i applied to so <laughs> many i applied to like i think like 20 different posts yeah which is 20. not a lot it's it's a lot to me but to some people it's yeah. not a lot because i know people have applied like yeah, but a lot more. AP posts <coughs> aren't like heavily available though. That's the no, thing. That's, that's the why thing. twenty mm. is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, they don't often look for AP posts. No, no. So I had to look at. I, I applied everywhere, like all around London. That I knew. Yeah, was exactly. Be. It's not just gonna be like. Mm. Even and we don't Kent, even you know, live in London, so yeah. it's like even less here in Essex. Yeah. So you have to go out. Like of your I have way. to go out my way. Like even traveling to uni was a struggle. Mm. Like my uni was in uh, Camberwell. Yeah, that's far. So far from heart, like where I live, is very far. I have to like wake up at like six a.m. No, in fact, even earlier, and then get the train. Like make sure you get the right trains, all that stuff. So traveling to work, imagine every single day, would have been a struggle. Yeah. But anyways, I applied to all these places because obviously I was desperate and I want a job, and I was jobless, guys. Well, I was working part-time, but I was still jobless, really and truly. Mm. So I'm just sad, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, am I not going to get a graduate job? And what yeah. is sad about it is I applied to so many, and then people around me were getting jobs. So I knew people on my course that managed to get, like, PhDs. Um, one of them managed to get an AP role mm. quite quickly as soon as we graduated. And I was just like, what is happening? When is my turn? Like, I actually have a master's now. Can we find this yeah. job? And yeah, it took me quite a while. Like, I was applying every single day. Um, and I finished in September. So I thought maybe by October I would get a job, which obviously is not realistic. But I mm. um, mm. was quite upset. Um, and I started to, to, like, distance myself from everyone. I kind of isolated myself mm-hmm. last year, October. Um, I felt that, bro. Didn't yeah, what were you doing? You. Me and you, I don't know. For a good, there was good a time, of yeah, time, yeah. But we, we we didn't really like see each other. Not just me and you, like everyone. Mm, kind of just like yeah, because everyone was working. Thing. Everyone was like everyone managed to get their graduate job. Remember, I did a, a master, so I was already out of the game. Like I, I didn't even know 
what everyone was doing. Everyone really had yeah. a, a job straight away from undergrad. Mm. Um, so I was really out of the, you know, the game. Like, yeah. So I wasn't working full time, nothing. So everyone was working, mm. I guess. Everyone was doing their nine to five, whatever. Yeah. Um, Not me. Yeah, you were doing your long hours. Oh. <laughs> um, but you were still working. So it was just like, what was I doing with my time? I think, what was I actually doing? I must have been sleeping a lot. You know, and just, and just studying, and yeah, st- yeah. But even afterwards, I must have just been applying, and the pressure started to build because I was mm-hmm. thinking, when am I actually going to get a job? Is it going to be this year? Will it be next year? Yeah. Will it be? I don't know. Am I going to find other jobs? Like, am I even going to do this psychology thing? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So October, I distanced myself. One of my close friends got a job as well. Really proud of her. Um, but it just, it just felt. I just felt really sad because it's like. I was comparing myself to her, but she a different field, by the way. Mm. But um, yeah, she managed to get a job, and I was really proud of her. But it just, I just felt like, why am I not getting anything? Yeah, felt a bit, you know, I was selfish. Yeah, I was thinking about me, and I was just like, naturally, yeah, I was just comparing myself. We Got a that. really good paid job as well, and I was thinking, I'm not even gonna get that because obviously, assistant mm-hmm. psychologists won't. Yeah, and I was just upset, and I decided to doubt everything. Um, got to like end of October. Um, no job, no interview, nothing. I didn't hear anything. I was just like, okay, you know what, guys? It's not going to happen for me. Um, and yeah, th- I think at that point I was really low. I think I was low that whole year, mm. like even during my master's anyways, because yeah, I just felt like I wasn't good enough. Like my work was crap as well. I, I wasn't achieving what I wanted to achieve. And then coming out of uni to not even mm. achieve, to not even get a job afterwards is just like, yeah. Okay, it kind of proves my theory that I'm shit. Yeah. You know. It's so annoying that, like, a job or, like, whatever your achievements are is a measurement of your happiness. I know. And you don't even want it to be, you don't mean it to be, but mm. it's true, you, you invest so much time in, mm. like, studying and doing all of this. Yeah. And you still feel like you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lit- that's literally how I felt, you know. It's so hard not to compare yourself yeah. to everyone else as well, because... Everyone was getting all the same age jobs, <laughs> and then you'll go on Twitter. Yeah, I'll go on Twitter. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, graduated with a first, or you know, mm-hmm. just got this job after applying. You know, a week later after yeah. I graduated, like all these <clears> stuff <throat> I'll see, and I was so happy for everyone. Yeah, well done, guys. But at the same time, I was just like, what? What? To the point where I started to mute graduating. Mm. I started to mute first class i started to mute mm-hmm. jobs i started to meet all these words yeah. because i didn't want to see it and then compare them to me yeah it was actually so bad i was like oh my gosh i'll go into tl and you know that season when everyone's like everyone's yeah got jobs and stuff and it's yeah like, yeah i was like oh gosh i'm not gonna make it I just had to come off twitter actually i came off twitter for a bit mm-hmm. i just isolated myself and it felt good because there was no pressure then but then um i wasn't searching for jobs anymore i just kind of gave up a little bit yeah and then yeah i got an interview that was actually my first interview mm. and then i got the job that i'm in now but that was the only interview i got you know out of all it's, the jobs i applied yeah. for yeah it was the only interview i got and it was so oh my gosh i remember it was so important to me mm-hmm. um that i was about to cancel my holiday for it oh yeah that was yeah that was mm. around the time that we went to punta cana and yeah, yeah, you were really gonna be like, I'm coming I was, late. Yeah, I was, I was going to cancel it. I was going to either cancel my flight or come later on. Mm. I didn't know what to do. Um, obviously, I called them and then they changed the the interview date. Thank yeah, God. but um, yeah. if they if they didn't, uh, that's what I would have done because that job was. It's so hard to get AP jobs that if I did not yeah. go to that interview, mm. I'm not mm. gonna find another one until like next year. Yeah, I think that's that's what would have happened, you know. Wow. No, honestly, a whole year of paying off even after holiday. applying to other jobs, I still didn't hear from them. So, yeah, that's I so had to long. go, um, and I did I proper revised for an interview. Can you imagine? I had wow. like key notes, like key cards, and everything. Yeah. Um, I went for the interview. <coughs> I went for an interview at the same place because we're we're working at the same mm. place, but for a different post. Yeah. I literally revised the day before. <laughs> It was so it was so bad. I was just like, huh? And oh I gosh. but I did leave um my holiday in Philippines two weeks early. Mm. I was meant to be there for like four whole weeks. Instead oh, yeah. I was only left for like ten days. Yeah. And I had to leave for this interview that was there. And luckily I got it as well, but it's like it's like yeah. it's like when Life you get death, an opportunity, you know? yeah, you, you drop everything. Yeah. Like I paid an extra 
can't oh, remember yeah. how much it is to change my ticket. Yeah, to get a new ticket to get a flight yeah. back, basically. Early, yeah. And like, oh, goodness me. It's it's so, yeah, it's literally life and death at that point. And yeah. I put so much pressure on myself. I remember putting so much pressure that when I did get the job, I felt good, actually, for a couple of months. Those last two months, last year, I felt quite good. Um, mm. Because I felt as if I knew exactly where my life was going. Like, I had a job. Um, but yeah, post-grad depression is actually real. It's so Mine real. didn't last that long. Mm. But there was a solid month where it was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it started, to be honest, it started during my master. I think the master's was more of a filler because mm. I felt it after straight after uni, my undergraduate. I felt it. And I just thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? I have to do something. So I did a master's just to fill, like, fill just in to, the gap. Yeah. yeah. Because mm. if I didn't, yeah. I don't know what I, would, I don't know. What I you would have done. I really? don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't I don't know. I don't you think I'll even worked. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have worked I and suppose. tried to get an AP job, but it would have taken me so yeah, long. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> it would have taken me so long to get it. So I just thought, Honestly. let me do something with myself and oh, mate. study, I guess. But... It goes either way, though. It can mm. be like, you can be unemployed mm. for a few like for a while mm. after graduating but then you can also have a job and really hate it and hate it and that was me mm. like mm. after um because during university i was working at a learned disabilities and mm. epilepsy center and that was good i liked that but i thought this isn't permanent mm. like i've got to go somewhere else yeah so after graduating uni i got a job in a medical hospital mm. and that it was all right at first. I was learning loads, but then I started to hate it. Like, I, I was hating it mm. so much. I was there for six months, and, like, I just hated oh, that yeah, job so yeah. much. And not because, yeah, actually everything about it. <laughs> like, nurses are crap, not because they're bad at their job, but because they just look be down on you. Honest. Yeah, I was only a healthcare assistant. And, like, that's completely different from my field. Like, mm. I didn't even, I didn't study nursing. Yeah. I studied psychology. I was thinking, what am I doing here? Yeah. And it was just a filler. It was just a job for the and meantime, for the meantime yeah. until I figure out what I'm going to do. Because mm. I didn't want to do a master's at that point. Mm. I was like, I'll take a year off. Um, yeah, so I worked at this hospital. And um, at that point, I was still managing my mental health a little bit. But when I started there hmm. and it started to get bad, boy, <laughs> hmm. the anxiety came back. Everything, guys, have you ever done a night shift? Hmm. And almost every night shift that you went on for a solid four weeks, someone died. Goodness me. Yeah, that Goodness was me. Goodness me. One of like, every time I came on, it'd be a patient that was really poorly, um, respite, Goodness. or not, not respite, sorry, end of life care. And I'd literally, and you don't, when you're looking after these patients, you don't just, you know, see them dead and then yeah. that's it. You have, you have to, to clean, clean their body. Them. <laughs> clean them. Who, who gonna do it? Me. <laughs> I did it. Who you literally it? have to like bathe their body a little mm. bit, take out all the needles and cannulas and stuff Goodness. they had. Um, and they're most of the time they're incontinent, so anything mm. that could come out is coming, coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. um, yeah, we'd be cleaning the body. If they if you leave it too long, they're going to bring a mortis. That's even oh harder to clean. Their head be stiff, like mm. their body's stiff. Um, so you do that. You wrap them in sheets and then. Um, the porters take them away. Now imagine that happening at 3 a.m. Yeah, I'll be scared, yo. I'm not going home. I'm not going home. Boy, it's scary, guys. Of course, of course. It's scary. You're going yeah. down the halls and someone's And just the hospital died. can be so dark sometimes. So well, dark. You, know? you have to keep yeah. the lights off as well. Yeah. You can't see what you're doing. Um, and stuff like that. I think the worst night shift I ever had, and this was probably pivotal for my mental health. Mm. This was like the one that I thought, nope, cannot do this anymore. It was like one night I had a I had to look after a patient who came in for like um end of life. He had bowel mm. cancer. Oh. He was gonna die. We knew he was gonna die, but I didn't think it would be that night. Oh gosh. It's always that night. Yeah. Isn't it? And this guy he couldn't really talk anymore. He was really unwell. Um he was only young. He was like fifty something. Yeah. And he was like basically pooing like every oh. He was incontinent, like, every five minutes. So I had to clean him up. And the last time that I cleaned him up, um, me and my colleague were doing it. He raised his hand, I suppose, to come, like, to put it on my arm. He looked at me, and I looked at him, and that was it. He was gone. Mm. 
it's not oh that was scary as hell yeah, but you're the last person he saw he li- i literally i was thinking i was actually the last person yeah. he saw and like i saw him breathe his last breath and that oh was it God. lifeless yeah and i literally i couldn't walk out of there i had to carry on what i was doing yeah cleaned him up stuff like that family came down had to console them and i couldn't even take five minutes for myself because the nurse in charge was an absolute that's disgusting yeah yeah like oh kim go do this go do that after you've done this can you do that on a night shift so i didn't take five minutes and that's when i knew this is when like after that i started to have to run to the bathroom to cry (laughs) like a mini panic attack it's it's not an easy job you're literally dealing with someone that's just died and they expect you to just carry on with it yeah um, it's because everyone's so used to it there yeah. they they go through it so often that it's normal now it's normal yeah. it became normal to me mm. it did like mm. after that it just becomes normal you yeah. just expect it to happen yeah and you just get on with it and you can even talk to your friend as you're cleaning them while they're dead like that's so how sad. it yeah that's how it gets yeah but anyway, yeah, so obviously did not like that job. So I was applying, applying, applying. Finally got the job in the mental health ward. Oh, um, yeah. Inpatient acute mental health. And that was actually, I en- I quite enjoyed that. The mm. team was really good. You know, everyone had each other's backs. But also I still wasn't, Where you still be. wasn't happy. Because yeah. I was thinking I was, I'm still a healthcare assistant. It's so I've got hard a whole degree. psychology and stuff. Yeah, it really don't is. get it. I've got a whole degree. Mm. I've got all this experience, learned disabilities, medical. Mm. Now I've got um, mental health. And it's like, what do I have to do? Mm. <laughs> what do I have to do? So yeah. I stayed at the job, but I didn't like it, but not as much as the hospital. Um, and then I started applying for psychological wellbeing practitioner training, which is mm. what I'm on now. Guys, it took me almost eight applications. It's crazy, you know. Eight times mm. I applied for this job at different places. Mm. And I only got accepted once, which is the one in my town, thank goodness. And even then, that wasn't guaranteed because the manager was like, we might take you, we might not. When you think you about might it, have to like, work in brain trees. It's so ridiculous. Like, you have all that experience. And then the more I think about it, then... The way mm-hmm. some people got on is just mm, it's questionable. Mm, it is a little bit, but it's questionable. And you've got all this experience, but it's it's guys. I'm not bragging, but I've seen a lot of things. Like honestly, people. Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone with epilepsy? The way they seizure. Yeah. I was giving them medication yeah. so they would stop. I had to put a lady into a helicopter because she wouldn't stop seizuring. Oh she gosh. might have died. Bro. Yeah. Like so. Basically, you've got all this experience, and it's like you still can't still can't have to yeah. go all this it's just so difficult all these applications and get rejected and rejected rejected it's at that point when you other. think how what's much, the point yeah <laughs> what, how much more do you want from me yeah like, how much more experience how much for real and it, if i think the worst thing is when you actually compare yourself to other people around you and yeah they get it easily yeah like they just apply one time they get the job no even like i, I think around that time we have one friend at uni hey. Wait, he knows who he is. What friend? Wait, is it the one I think of? He knows who he is. He did four years of oh, physics. Him. Listen, him. this guy. <laughs> you know who you are. If you're listening to this, if yeah, we listening. hate you. Yeah, we hate you still. We gel. We, he, during uni, this guy went out all the time. Hmm. Partied hard. You always get those people. And then he'd bang out like two, three days in the library yep. and get first, yep. first, first. Yep. 90%. 90%. Yep. And then... Easy. After that, I think during uni still, he was doing an apprenticeship. No, it wasn't. It was a graduate scheme. Graduate scheme, yeah. With RBS Bank. And now he's probably on like, what are you on now? Yeah, like, what are you on? <laughs> Let us know. 40k plus. It's probably more now. <laughs> probably more. But he worked hard for that. And I get you know, that. He does. But it's well still done, hard though. to complain. Like, it's yeah. still hard not to complain. Yeah. Because he's, he's still our, our, our age, mate. Like. Yeah, exactly. He's an um, o- he's an anomaly. anomaly. He's an anomaly. No, but you know what? <laughs> I thought he was an anomaly, but people still get that pay. What are you guys doing? <coughs> are you guys banging juju? Not a lot of people get that, obviously, because you know, as soon as you come out from uni, you still need to do some training, and depends on what career you're in. Obviously, yeah. I do understand that, but goodness me, like, is it just psycho? I I, I genuinely think it's just being in the NHS. I think it's just being in the NHS, you know. But you know, we were like. But before I started in the NHS, mm. though, everyone was, like, going on about, like, 21K. yeah, once you get in the NHS, like, it's so easy to move up and, like, so you've like, got a lifelong career. Like, yeah, yeah lifelong you do, career. You do have a lifelong career. On a glass ceiling. 
like you're not brokenness that's yeah. what i mean like you, you can work there for the rest of your life on the same Broke. wage no for the seriously rest of your you life. could you know yeah like you work up um the pay band but it's not that much like it's not that much and especially if you don't have qualifications so healthcare assistance and that They're you're staying. staying right there yeah that is it's it. actually quite sad. A glass ceiling. It is a glass ceiling. And people stay on it for like a, most of their lives, to be honest. So. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's pretty, it's it's really crap. You can either go private. Yeah. Sometimes still, don't pay as much. They don't pay as, yeah, that's what I, I saw as well. The sometimes. only conclusion that I've come up with <laughs> is, is study business, get no, my doctorate get and open a clinic. Or something like that. Yeah, or do something like creative or do your own thing and somehow break into the industry because <laughs> i'm sorry these careers are just so it's hard not it. i knew i should have gone into um sure. architecture something like but even you know it's funny <laughs> all these other careers are quite stressful as well oh yeah but of course. at least they pay good that's what i think at least of like, course. let me be stressed and get some <laughs> and good get money, money. Not, i want to be flewed out let me not be stressed and you know then what be I mean? broke at the same time business like, that's just... meetings <sighs> overseas oh yeah you know, yeah, some oh, companies you know, yeah. taking their colleagues out. Customers. Like, yeah. Go, the customers. I want a customer to lend me their, their chalet Whatever, or something. Yeah, something like, like that. That kind of business. <laughs> so when you literally, it's, it's getting quite upsetting because, you know, we're getting older and it's like, <laughs> to even for us to even touch 40k, gosh. Oh, that's like 40s. 40, for us to touch 40k, 40. we actually need to be qualified psychologists. That's the only that's way hard we one. can actually go and touch yeah. that because I can't see other, I can't see any other way, you know. But you know, unless I completely ditch this psychology stuff and start somewhere else, like a finance yeah. thing from the bottom, and then work my way up, and then yeah. one day touch more than that. But <laughs> but this, I'm starting to think like every time I think about this, I think is it a blessing or a curse to it's be both, a caring really. person because to be in the field to be in a field like this you've got to be a certain type of person and that's like patient and you genuinely yeah. genuinely want to help people you need to genuinely care. like i know that people say oh but people can be patient in other fields and i get that yeah cool mm. but you're literally dealing with people's lives every, yeah, single, every day. single day as in one day you can pick up the phone and someone could be like, I'm going to go kill myself you need to in be a minute. Ready. And you need to be ready. Yeah. Like, same with our previous um, previous experiences at the hospitals mm. and the inpatient wards. Mm. Like, you think at the mental health ward, people were safe? No, no I've way. had to just cut people's ligatures and mm. stuff off, like, mm. off their necks or confiscated, like, I don't know, a spoon that they tried yeah. to strangle themselves with. Like, Let you're dealing know. with people's lives every single day. Yeah. And you need to be alert. You need to be ready. You're yeah. always on edge, really. You're like, yeah, trying to make sure everyone's good. Heaven knows how mm. I've stayed in this place for it's, so long. <laughs> you know what? It's, Honestly, point, I don't know what it is. I'm slightly drained. I can't even lie. I'm, I am quite drained now. It's tiring. But I feel like it's this post great depression thing, it will just keep going on. Mm. It will just carry on until just... you find find some success somewhere. Yeah. Because you're never really going to be happy if you know you're mm. always looking for something or you don't it's feel true. as if you've reached your goals yeah yeah it doesn't just happen straight after you mm. i think it just it carries on actually yeah of course Um, it carries on but i suppose learning to accept what you've got at the moment is is quite difficult mm. but i feel like um i did manage to stay in this role because it's some sort of like it's a calling i Mm. guess i think it is i think it is because let me tell you guys about one time when I was like 13 and I, and I had a quad bike accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we went to, my family went to like a church friends, church, family friends, um, house? like family event type of thing. Like all the, the church the members, people. the mansion, the mansion, right? Mm. This was up in Dunstable somewhere. The so hell? this family is rich because the dad owns a company in it. Anyway, um, they had acres and acres of land. Wow. And in the backyard, um, you know, there's so much space. The dad bought all of the kids, which four of them, a quad bike each. Must be nice. So all the kids like gathered in the field. You know, the teenagers that we are. We're like, yeah, let's go have fun. Got on a quad bike, never having driven one ever in my life. Me. I thought, this is easy. This is automatic. It's not manual. Mm. Me and so my friend got on. <laughs> Me and my friend got on. I was driving, went around the track once. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Got brave, oh, went God. even quicker around the second time, crashed into a parked car, 
Oh, yeah, uh, me and my friend. Me and my friend and the quad bike flew seven <gasps> feet from wherever we were. The quad bike landed <gasps> in between us. You'd have died. In bet- we could have got squished with yeah, the quad bike we alone. Died. I um must have blacked out for like <gasps> a few seconds, but I woke up. Sat- like I was sitting up. I was like in a sit up position. Shit. My friend was lying down. Immediately, I went to her. I was like, Danielle, are you okay? Um ambulance called <gasps> da, da, da. yeah oh two gosh. ambulances two we were taken to the hospital did you break anything no no like no oh, the only still. thing i the most i got is a bruise on my groin my friend a bruise on her back and her rib that's oh, it shit. that's it people really thought we were gonna die like as in when they saw the accident we were supposed yeah. to be in in um intensive care like by then we should have died mm. the impact was crazy the car was mashed up the front of it oh, that finished no he wasn't you know was he, he was like i'm just glad you girls are safe don't oh. worry about the charges it didn't charge our families or anything like okay. that i would have charged still. it was a but bear in mind this was a church family event okay the prayer that was said in in the beginning Covered powerful yeah <laughs> <laughs> powerful because we could we really that one was not survivable like Anyway, it covered you all. Boy. Yeah, walked out of that ambulance, went home like it was normal. Wow. Yeah, no, nothing. And then, who was it? That was one of the women that were there. She was like, um, "There's a reason why you guys survived, mm. and you just need to find it." All this time, I was thinking, "Uh, eh, <laughs> what is it?" Yeah, my friend now, she's got three kids. Um, oh. Yeah, she's got three kids. You know, she's looking after them. That's her purpose. Me, I'm still looking for mine. Mm, every <laughs> like, single what's day. Mine? God, what what is it? You know what? The more I think about it, this might be our purpose. You know, <sighs> what if the podcast is our purpose? I literally that's what I was, uh, every time I hit a snag and I'm like stressing about it. I think about what I'm doing and I think, mm. is this what you're trying to tell me? Like, Lord, is this what you're trying mm. to tell me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. That, why is it so stressful? Mm. But you know, you don't Nothing get given challenges if yeah, you can't handle that it. That is true, actually. And it's true. Like, no matter how much we complaining about about this we weren't given it for no reason you had to have been a sort of a a certain type of person with certain qualities to be able to i think that's true to carry such a such a role yeah i think that's true yeah Yeah, mate almost a little bit better yeah a little bit i still want (laughs) money though (laughs) but no honestly it is uh, i guess what we're trying to say is with our stories is that you know people go through this it's normal you know after university you might feel quite low um mm. anxious as well actually because mm-hmm. you know what is your next career going to look like yeah are you going to get any interviews are you going to get a new job what what is actually happening there's a it's a life change mm-hmm. and with life changes people you know get quite upset they get quite low you don't know what's happening mm-hmm. you, you can feel quite overwhelmed um and i think that's normal yeah um it's so normal but it's important to also recognize that I think, yeah. Um, because I did what I did was not really helpful because I isolated myself mm-hmm. because I was I wasn't I wasn't embarrassed but it was more like um, I didn't want to talk to people that already had jobs I didn't want to be around people yeah. that had jobs because that's all they knew now they they were gonna yeah. talk about their nine to five life yeah and I'm just sitting there unemployed and I just didn't know how to relate mm-hmm. um, so I just shut myself away from everyone and did- that doesn't make it any better because did it make you feel better though a little bit because yeah. when you're in your own sort of bubble yeah you don't need to talk to anyone I, yeah a little bit actually but that's how that's how depression works you know that that's, that's the cycle good, of actually. depression yeah it is. yeah so withdrawal is like number one in mm. depression and withdrawal brings you temporary relief but mm. on the long term it's, it's actually doing yeah, worse worse and that's why we withdraw from other people because yeah. you feel Oh, instead of going out with my friends and hearing them talk about their life, I'm just going to lay in bed. You lay in bed, yeah. This feels really good. Yeah. Well, in the long term, you're going to lose your friends. Yeah. Um, and you fall even more low because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not doing anything. You're stopping any activities that you used to do. You're just... You're taking yeah. away your opportunities for um, positive yeah, reinforcement. experiences. Yeah. And stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And what is funny is well, one thing I've realised is that when you sort of shut yourself away and you think, okay, it's fine. No one needs to know what I'm going through. What actually happens is that, oh, well, mine's just gone blank, you know. <laughs> that is so weird. Why does this always oh happen? Oh, my gosh. I literally <laughs> was talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
my gosh. What no way. Happening? Okay. Oh, I can't even remember now. <laughs> I can't even remember what I was going to say. But I was, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, when you shut yourself off from the world, what actually, what actually happens is that the world still moves on. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Like, I, I just realised that everyone's just going to con- continue. So you mm-hmm. might shut yourself off, but people are still going to carry on with their day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to feel like, you know... You're gonna be left behind mm-hmm. either way. So yeah. Um, when I realized that, I was just like, I need to actually do something because I can stay in my room forever, mm-hmm. and it, the world's not gonna stop for me. No one's gonna wait for me. Yeah. The jobs are not gonna wait for me. Yeah. Um. So I need to get out there, and I think that's what sort of happened. It just sort of it's true on in my head, and it's sad to to know that because <laughs> obviously you don't want people to leave you behind, but. Mm. you do you lose touch at, you lose touch from other people you lose your friends mm. and i know some of you people out there as soon as your friend becomes depressed you don't want to talk to them because mm. oh they're not fun anymore mm. they stopped coming out with me yeah the, so you see that friend who was on twitter that was really really funny at first now suddenly got like blank pictures and like mm. always tweeting sadly no one wants to mess around no with them anymore. Around Unfollow, yeah, mute, mute, because you don't want to deal with a, the fact that someone is is yeah. feeling low. Mm. And I think that's a natural reaction. It is. It is. Because yeah. if you can't relate, or yeah. if you can relate too much, you want to avoid that because yeah. it's triggering, it can or be. Mm. you just don't understand it. And I get that, but I get that. Yeah. It's not helpful. No. Um, I, I get that yeah. because, um, especially once I've come out of a low period and i'm okay mm. i don't really want to be sort of reminded of you know feeling sad and all yeah that. of course because it is triggering for me i can easily fall back into that so yeah I, but that's why it's important to equip yourself with yeah. the with the right tools and techniques yep. to get yourself out of there definitely aka counseling <laughs> no definitely definitely no really honestly because I used to be able, I used to be like that person who can easily like dip in and out. Mm. And I still do. I still mm. dip in and out of low moods. Like it never really goes away. But mm. now I've, I kind of know how to get myself out of this mm. hole. Like I'm not dwelling in it for too long. Mm-hmm. And it's not as, it's not as severe. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you do learn, you learn, you have to learn some tools. Mm. You have to help yourself. Yeah. And even though it's hard because of the negative thoughts and mm. the withdrawal and the low motivation. Yeah, low motivation is the one. You actually have just, to pick your own mm, self up because you, to, you can't yeah. rely on others to do it. Yeah, you really can't, you know. At the end of the day, when you're in that period and, you know, after you, you've graduated and, you know, you're looking for jobs and you feel low, but you've got no one to talk to, I think it's that time where, you know, just maybe look for some tools online um, some CBT tools on, you know, mm. motivation or something that, to just, you know, keep you going because relying on other people to do that for you is, mm. yeah, it's not going to happen. No. People don't actually want to be around sad people. And That's I, it the sounds hard harsh, truth. No, it sounds <laughs> yeah. harsh, um, but it's true. And I think that's why a lot of people isolate themselves from other people because yeah. they know it. You know, I know it as well. Hard pill to swallow. I don't want to be truth. around people that are happy because I know I'll bring them down. So what do, what do I do? Mm. I just stay away from them. Yeah. And it's true. It's actually happened though. Like, I think one of my friends didn't really understand what I was going through. And I'm like, it, to, to them, it sounds like I'm complaining. Mm. When really and truly, I'm not. I'm just sad. But yeah. it got yeah. to a point where they couldn't take it. Because they're in a good place in their life. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, okay, maybe I need to sort of isolate myself from them. Yeah. And then, you know. And it's like... It's like when I think of that, it's such a weird cycle because yeah. you—it's like a weird... you're when you're in the low, when you're in the low, and you don't want to bother your friends, mm. and your friends don't want to be around you. It's kind of like oh, they're bad friends. Mm. But when you're in the good place, and your friend is now yeah. depressed, you're like oh, that friend's negative. Yeah. I'm doing good right now. Yeah. Why can't they be happy for me? Yeah, it's such no, a weird cycle. Yeah. It's yeah. such a weird cycle. It is. I think mm. I think to sort of overcome that is, I guess just letting people know you're there, you're there for them. Yeah. So for example, so understanding. Yeah. So if you're if you know a friend that's going through sort of postgraduate depression or anxiety or whatever, you know, just let them know. You know, you are there for them. Don't sort of overwhelm them with mm. like, oh, you're gonna be fine. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna find a job. That's you know, don't do yeah. that because 
the possibility of them not finding a job can be high. You yeah. know, you, mm-hmm. you're saying, oh, you're going to find a job and they, they don't. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, false hope kind of thing. Real, be a realist, real, be a realistic. English. I'm always saying this. Realistic. Be realistic about things. One thing I hate is people say, oh, you're going to be good. It's fine, Christina. You're going to be yeah. okay. Like, I know one day, yeah, but at this mm. current moment, it's not mm-hmm. good. So, you know. I mean, I sometimes I like to hear quite encouraging words. Like, yeah. things will be okay. But... I like realistic stuff. Like, yeah. You know, realistic. There might be a chance you don't get it, but you know, I tell you that, and you were like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, and it's true though. So it's better to be realistic than you false know, hope. False hope, and then when the person doesn't get it, it's just like, "Oh, see, yeah. I told you, I'm not good en- enough for this." Yeah, it's um, it's difficult, isn't it? It's a difficult. And then it starts to sound like complaining to you because it's like, "Oh, yeah. I told you you're gonna be fine," and you're saying, "Yeah." So it's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. So just let that person, your friend, know. You know, you're there for them. If they want to chat and mm. rant, allow them to just rant to you. Yeah. Listen. You don't need to actually give advice. Yeah. You know, we always want to give advice. We don't need to do that. Sometimes just listen. Mm. Um, mm. And yeah, listen to the experience. Listen to what they're going through. Yeah. Try to understand. And yeah, it's if you true. don't have anything to say, that's fine. Just say, Yeah. honestly, I don't. Or if you don't understand it, you know, say, I don't really understand yeah. what is going on. But, you know, I am here yeah. for you to, if you want to talk to me. Yeah. And sometimes that's all they need. You know, you I know. think I've started to become like more like um, I think it's the job that we're in, but mm. I'm starting to question people more when they mm. tell me something like, oh, "I'm struggling with this at the moment." Instead of giving my opinion and advice, I ask about it. Mm. Like, How does that make you feel? Mm. What are you struggling with? And I only give my opinion if they ask for yeah. it. If someone says, "What do you think?" Then that's when I will do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, don't ask for my opinion if you don't want to hear it. No, or if true, you, yeah. If you then afterwards complain that my opinion my opinion was bad, you, should have asked you for shouldn't it, really. have followed it. Yeah. No, but you can ask for it. If you follow it, that's on you. Yeah. No, it's true, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah. Like, you know, um but in any case I never I, I never give bad advice or yeah. bad opinions. Not I to just me try anyway. to be neutral anyways. I, think, yeah, I try exactly. and think what do you want to do? What do you I always bring it back to the person because at the end of the day uh-huh lay out the take, consequences yeah we need to take responsibility we need to be accountable for our own actions so bring mm. it back to the person what do you want to do you know what are you doing today are you looking for jobs or do you want to look for jobs if they say no they're not in the mood that's fine maybe uh-huh. they're not in the mood too don't push it onto them like oh but if you don't look you're not going to get a job you know oh yeah that's the worst or if you don't do it? your cv like yeah don't make pressure, me feel even worse yeah Thank don't you. pressure people <laughs> just i guess you know there's suggestions like oh there is you know this um, there's this website website you know have there's a look maybe CV see builder. yeah yeah look at it yeah. see what you think if, when you have time or something like that yeah you know, word things a bit more sensitively i know some people are like tough love i know like my older sister she's tough love like mm. why don't you just do this or if that's, you don't like me, this so much pressure. why don't you yeah. why don't you just do it mm. like and stuff like that and sometimes mm. i need that but sometimes it's just like no yeah be sensitive <laughs> please yeah <laughs> be nice yeah exactly people do need that sometimes but yeah yeah ma'am guys i just want to let you know if anyone's applying for jobs or you're looking for jobs or you just finished uni um you don't know what you're doing next honestly i know i just said you know don't give advice <laughs> or everything but um you will come out on the other side you'll be fine mm-hmm. yeah don't this give is a, up yeah don't give up this is a progress you know process that you need mm-hmm. to sort of go through. Yeah. yeah. Keep Rome going. It wasn't built in a day. It wasn't, you know. It wasn't. It'll Your take friends... you millions of applications. Exactly. Exactly. Your friends might get a job tomorrow and you might not. It's fine. You're all, you're on a different path, basically. Yeah. You're not on the same When it's your path. time, it's your time. Yeah. So just continue doing what you, you know, you're doing best. You know, you finished uni. Congratulations. You've graduated. Woo-hoo. Well done. Be proud of yourself. Um, and now's the next step. You know, life is not easy. Life We're going to go easy. through some barriers. They're going to be obstacles. Lots of barriers. We just need to obstacles, jump over them. Hurdles. Hurdles. Yeah. 100 meters hurdles. Athlete and just <laughs> jump over it. Literally. So and you will. There's going to be an obstacle. Look at that obstacle. What can you do? Tackle you might it. not even jump over it. You might crawl in between yeah. the things. You might, yeah, you might trip like, over, knock it over. <laughs> you might actually trip over. Knock the hurdle over. You might break your ankle. But, but you'll get to the finish line you'll somehow. You'll get to the finish line. Crawling, yeah. limping. Yeah. Like me. No, honestly. I think I've broken my leg, to be honest. So I'm just trying to get that healed first. I'm still in the cast. (laughs) 
Then you get that healed first and then, you know, jump over the next hurdle. Because there's going to be hurdles everywhere. Everywhere. This life... Listen, when you start to figure out life, yeah? Listen. It's hard. It's hard. It's going to be hard. It's hard. And it's hard. Yeah, some people's lives are going to be easier than yours. It's actually just how life is. Nothing's fair. I'm so sorry. It might look easy to you, but mm, they could actually be going through quite a rough time. Like, comparing me and Chrissy... She was unemployed for a bit, but I was mm. employed. To her, it probably looked like I was having I the time of my really, life. To months, me, I months. thought she was having the time of her life in no. bed. And you know, it's just it's, not. Yeah. You're not satisfied no with where you this are. Life, no one's really you think it's always satisfied. greener on the other side, but green. You know, it's not green. always. That's it's what I like green. to tell myself to make myself. No, feel it's better. not though, because there's so many things people don't actually tell you or show you. Yeah, no, so it's I true. have always thought, okay. They look so it's good true. on Instagram. They're smiling on holiday and I'm here yeah. doing my job at 9 yeah. to 5 every day. Yeah. Not going out, all that stuff. But you don't know what's actually going on with them back home. You don't know you what they're going, know. you know. That's it. You can't always, That's we can't it. compare. We need to stop comparing. I know it's hard, but yeah. we need to stop. So congratulations on your degree. Well congrats, done, everyone. Congrats. Um, I hope you get a job. You will. You'll get your job. Field. You'll get your... Get over them hurdles. You know, if you're doing a master's, if you're doing Jump another certificate, whatever you're doing, job, any training, you're going to get it. 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 Keep your head up. Keep your head Word up. Work to two-pack. Work to two-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the song? I don't know. I don't know what you were talking Anyways, about keep there. your head up. I was just ad- ad-living. Is it not? I don't know. I'm not really a two-pack. I'm a two-pack fan. I think it is Keep Your Head Up. Oh, Listen like to that. that by two-pack. I only know a few songs, like Changes. Yeah, and Changes as well. There's going to be Changes. Yeah. See, I see no. Oh, he's talking about there's no changes. Oh, okay, don't listen to that, guys. If you're yeah, yeah, don't listen to that. It's quite depressed. It's just like I see no changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, don't, don't listen to that. We lied. We lied. We lied. Listen to you, keep your head up. Yeah, because that's what we want you to do. Keep your head up. Okay. Um, and on that note, we're signing off. <laughs> we out you. We're out. We're out. Um, see you next episode. See you next episode. Um, we'll see you next episode. See you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.